There's no shame in going down to the reigning premiers, and yet it was a frustrating display from Hawthorne on Sunday against Richmond, Hawthorne suffering their first loss for 2018. In this episode, we're going to recap what went right and what went wrong, as well as look ahead to Hawthorne's next test, Melbourne at the MCG. Hello and welcome to the most must-hear show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. My name is Nick Mason, and sitting across from me is a man who has been reviewing the footage all day, and yes, confirmed behind for the Tigers. G'day, Tiz. That was my favourite moment out of that match. Same. Nothing went past Same. it. Same. It was pure farce. The fact that the Hawthorne players and even some of the Richmond players refused to move was just wonderful. <laughs> oh, there's no accounting for the um, people in front of M10, though. A massive Tiger supporters, like the Tiger Army in front of us, they all cheered when it was called a goal. And it was hard to know where they were coming from. It's like, you're either taking the piss or you legitimately believe it was a goal. I don't well, know. I think the, the latter is very worrying. Yeah, but they cheered on grand final day when they were free-kicked that <laughs> grand final. So, you can't really have a go at them, Chief. Oh, they won't like that. <laughs> we'll get letters. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. They can't write. Um, but then it was reversed, obviously, because the Hawthorne players went spare. They lost their minds when that call was made, and they <laughs> simply refused to move yeah, from the back we're line. Not, we're not entertaining this Yeah, crap. we're not putting up with this. <laughs> so, of course, it was reversed, and then all the Richmond people in front of us started booing, <laughs> which I can only conclude that they legitimately thought that their player had kicked a goal. But wasn't it a lacklustre display by both clubs? Richmond looks better all day, really. Well, we were outworked. That's what it was. Yeah, we were. Um, I don't necessarily think Richmond's in a great position for their premiership defence. Oh, I can't wait until they start talking about contracts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many of those players are going to want more money. Yeah, just a little bit and more. They're just going to rip the heart and soul out of Richmond. Didn't you know? I'm a life member. Can I have a raise? Yeah, what does that <laughs> entitle me to? Oh, no. We gave you that so you wouldn't ask for more money. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that, that's a weird prospect. Because yeah, that, a life membership, that's just a money spinner at Richmond. <laughs> hey, do you reckon we should start life membership of this podcast? Should we hand them out willy-nilly? We've got some pretty no, devoted well, followers. We, we haven't qualified yet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I guess well, what have we only been doing it two years, so <laughs> maybe a few more years of service. Or just play five games for the Richmond Footy Club. That works too, apparently. Yeah. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. 61 ratings now. We're Jeez. doing well, aren't we? It's really cool. I feel like each time I plug it, people do really rally behind us and get on board, and that makes us want to do this. Like yeah. It is fun for us, but it's even better when people get behind us. So it, thanks very much for that, everyone. And they're so... Uh, generous to give yeah. me their phone and let me review it. <laughs> Sign up account after account, uninstalling and reinstalling apps. Yeah, it's great. Uh, now, uh, hit us up on Twitter as well. That's kind of our heartland, isn't it? That's where a lot of people follow us on there at Hawk Talk Pod on Twitter. We're surging towards 800 followers, but could I introduce a campaign? I want to get a thousand by the end of the season. What do you reckon? It's like that's not a you know ridiculous like. Jeff Kennett target. Can we have a ridiculous Jeff Kennett target, please? Can we just have <laughs> Jeff Kennett following? Do you oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, that's our Jeff Kennett target, is to get Kennett following. <laughs> All right. That's the new one. Get Jeff. Yeah, get hashtag get Jeff. <laughs> there you go. Please retweet. That is, that's not the best hashtag. Okay. Well, can you think of another one now? Uh, hashtag just Jeff. Hashtag just Jeff 2018. We just want Jeff Kennett following us. <laughs> Where's the... <laughs> just Jeff. I don't know. Fine. Done. Look, whatever we go with, uh, we will tweet it out, and please retweet for maximum traction. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, I made myself sick saying that. Uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod. Uh, nearing 800 followers, but yeah, it would be great to get to. I think a thousand's a good milestone, so help us out there. If you know any Hawk supporters that aren't on board, that don't know about our podcast, feel free to tell them about us, share it with them. Everyone's been doing great at that so far. We've built a nice little community, and it's... Um, There's some great opinions, too. It's great oh, yeah. to have the chat. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, are those shirts being made? Oh, which shirts are those? The ones where we're a very pleased team at Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah, the Clark or classic <laughs> quotation there. He loves wheeling that out. Even with a win or a loss, it, does, it doesn't matter. It, yep. It's an all-occasion quote. He's always pleased about something. Yep. It's like a real Band-Aid quote when we lose. He wheeled it out again this week. That's why it's on our minds. Richmond defeating Hawthorne 15-12-102 to 13-11-89. Uh, 13 points. Pretty flattering, really, considering the uh, garbage we dished out most of the day. Wow. Well, I, I think it was a, a product of us not having enough time to recover from the Monday match. Mm. And at least we didn't get all the injuries that Geelong ended up getting in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's some silver lining. But what of the Holy Trinity, Tiz? When are we going to see that dream team with a 100% losing rate again? <laughs> uh, maybe one day. I hope. <laughs> anyway, but we look... I tell you what, Burton didn't look himself. He hasn't no. looked himself this year yet. Doing that ankle probably doesn't help. But McAvoy and Mitchell and O'Meara look good again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Langford looked like he needed some touch. You reckon? What a brave it call a, on your was part a, there. It was a huge ask for him, I suppose. You predicted that he would be selected, and I, you were correct. I did, It was yeah. one out of the box. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Threw it and in at the end of the pod, much did. to your... Angst. Yeah, and my angst was very much justified. <laughs> so my my question, you have anticipated my line of questioning because I wanted to know how you thought he went. We caught up yeah. during the yeah, game we, and yeah, I said to up. you, he's yeah. an, it's necessary we get some game time into Langers because he is mm-hmm. in our best team. Do you really think that? I do, yeah. There is no one else that could take his spot right now and work... For the same amount of games that it would take him to get back into peak form, whatever whatever peak form for Langers is well, nowadays, we'll get, we'll get to um, Box Hill later because there's some okay. guys chomping at the bit there. But uh, no, I think Langers is in the best is in the best team on his best form. Just feels like a long time since we've seen that, and people will rush right back to 2014 well, when they think a... best form. That's where they'll go. You do realize? Yeah, I know that. Yeah, but uh, look, we've got Amira firing now. We've got Mitchell firing. We've mm. got two outside mids running well. I thought Impey played well in patches, but I just thought we were out-contested the whole day. What I found interesting was, um, I think this is one rare Clarko um, blunder, I guess, in terms of coaching. I didn't really understand the way that we were playing. We tried to sort of outrun Richmond um, and outwork them, despite having... They had a substantial break compared to us. Hmm. And... um, no, I, I didn't feel that at all. I, th- I thought you didn't think so. We were just hanging in there for the first half, um, not really looking to run too hard because we did. We knew we didn't have the tank, and that's why I think really, we actually got so close in the end. Yeah, but that's, um, that's the a... long kicking and things like that—that that was deplorable. Well, just, but the thing was, it was all scraggy. Those the Richmond players were scragging our, yeah. our marking forwards, and we weren't getting but, any. But well, here's here's the thing: like you, you uh, well, clearly you have like a different read on the game to me. For for me, I thought that we tried the running game early, and we were not effective. And everything kept on getting picked off, or it wasn't. We weren't we weren't efficient going forward. No. And then once that stopped, we realised that stopped working. But that's a and function then we, of Gunston going yeah, back. No, that's exactly right. Um, 
we actually got a question from Peter on Twitter at Hawk Talk Pod saying, what could we have done with uh, Sicily and Burgoyne on the pitch against Richmond? And I think Sicily being out completely changed our entire structure. Because it, it, it put Gunston down back. And I'll tell you what, having Burgoyne up forward, I, I, I don't think he's the answer necessarily, but it creates another dangerous dimension to that forward line that, you know, he's a wild card. You throw Burgoyne into any forward line, you don't really know what he could uh, what he could add to the mix. I mean, other than the fact that it could only be good, right? Apart from that time he kicked zero five, but we forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a jail too, who cares? Yeah, okay. So, um, but uh, I thought some players came in for some stick from the crowd, like Frawley and uh, yeah. Giray and... Oh, we had passengers. Uh-oh. I know what you're going to say here, because I looked it up in preparation for the podcast, and this is outstanding. Do you want to do the honours or should I? Because Jeray came in for a lot of criticism. He did. And yet, the stats reveal something quite remarkable about his game. Yeah. 91% disposal efficiency. And this is not, oh yeah, and he had four touches. He had 22. He had 22 touches Which at is... 90% efficiency. So, I mean, I haven't watched the replay, Tiz, but we were both there at the game, and I was kind of sore on Jeray's performance. I'm struggling to remember, looking at those stats, what was it about his game that people hated so much? He kept, he kept taking the wrong option. Right. A, e- a even, even though he kept on hitting targets. Yeah. <laughs> with the wrong targets. <laughs> well, that's how I read it. Right. But um, you can't fault the guy for trying. No, and yet... And he is a bit of a Clarko pet, isn't he? Although yeah. last year he started in the VFL. Mm. Clarko didn't rate him early. Yep. And I, I would say he was included out of necessity... In the twenty-two, yeah. Once injuries started to mount up, but we also had uh, O'Brien coming in for some criticism, who uh, virtually just went invisible again. Yeah, he did. Um, but but he can't you can't drop him out of the lineup because he's the second he's the backup ruck, especially without Chewy there at the moment. Well, I guess some questions on Twitter came through for us um, as far as Segler's availability. Yeah, well, he's concerned. a little bit further off, I think. But I mean, once. Segler's available, would you make that a straight swap, do you reckon? Well, not many teams... Oh, no, there's a couple of teams taking two rucks, mm, I suppose. Mm. But, um, yeah, I do like Segler as a marking forward. He's okay at that. Yeah, I think we do need a big marking forward. And um, I'm just not convinced O'Brien adds much to us at the moment. Can we talk about the big Mitchell Lewis? I think we can. Yeah. I'd like to. You love him. I do love him. I mean, has he not been performing? Yeah. He's really, not... he, he kicks bags of three on the reg. Well, the uh, Box Hill Hawks had a lovely win against Williamstown. Away. They did. Yeah, it was a, sort of a come-from-behind win. They they slowly chipped away at it. They were on the back foot from the first quarter and kept on chipping away at it and, yeah, had a great win. Mitch Lewis, how many did he kick? How many did he? I think he kicked three, didn't he? And he gave away one over the top. There you go. From 20 metres out. Is Shades it time? of Danaher. Shades of Danaher. <laughs> <laughs> Except it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it time? It must be getting time. Oh, I want to have a if, look at him. If not necessarily for Lewis, per se, I'm, I'm just not sure how long O'Brien can hang on at this point. You can't run around and have no impact on the contest. He's got He's, he's dead weight. Uh, at his at his normal, he's dead weight. At his worst, he's a liability. And at his best, which we rarely see, it, it kind of restores faith. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, Tim O'Brien. But I mean, geez, that's these are few and far between now. Those games, you have a big rap for him. 
heading towards finals last year. We were seeing great things. Yeah, but that's it. It's it's such a flash in the pan. It's enough oh, to... It was about four or five weeks he put on a show. Oh, I don't know. He was... I d- yeah, I do remember there was a time, like you say, last year where I think he was omitted from the side and people, back yeah, and... people went mental when yeah. he was out of the side because he was so important all of a sudden. But um, he's not showing any of that this year. So, I don't know. I think he's, he's a player that restores the faith and then dashes it again with a few anonymous performances. I would say that Richmond would not be pleased with that performance. Uh, no, no, they probably shouldn't And I shouldn't would say be. that Hawthorne have learned a lot about Richmond's game style mm. and how to combat it next time. I thought Dusty was not required. No, <laughs> no. I think he had one of his lowest um, game times yep. for a long time. Mm. So there's well, that. Well, Cotchin was their main man yeah. in that game. And he so. started that game. He just put us on the back foot early. Mm. But, uh, yeah... Now, in terms of combating Richmond, uh, one thing that people focused on was uh, Brand and Frawley mm. playing against... Uh, you, how many games has Frawley had in the last 18 months? Is it three? Well, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. So yeah, he's it's not, not a huge be, amount. He's not going to be top form yet. No. That's a worry for us, but you've got to keep playing the guy. Well, it's also a worry that he uh, sat out the previous week as well with some sort of an injury concern. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a, a, lot, a lot was made of... Him, his contract being extended and whether that was the right move. I mean, is he, oh, is, no, is he the future? Or you, no, you, you, push, you push that contract along. Yep. What about uh, Brands? Like, well, I, Brands I'm happy not, for Brands, Brands to be... Brands not the most, most robust player at the club. Yeah, true. So, What about Heatherly? What about him? He nearly, <laughs> he nearly got delisted. Well, he had a good game on the weekend for Box Hill. Did he? He did. I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but I do remember noting that. I read okay. it. Right. That stuck in my head. I knew I was going to bring it on the pod because I wanted to see how you rea- well, react to that. I, I'm not sure if they were just um, giving Headley away to, to get another um, mm. gig somewhere else at the end of last year, but, mm. you know, because they're a little bit generous that way. Mm. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, he could get up there in the end. But that kind of fullback that plays like Headley does isn't really what you see going around in AFL at the moment. Yeah, no, that's a fair comment, yeah. Um, why don't we talk about some things that went right, namely uh, Tom Mitchell. He's just a phenomenon. It's crazy, right? We've gone from Sam Mitchell to Tom Mitchell. and We should just recruit Mitchells. Yeah, we really haven't missed a beat in that regard. We've, <laughs> we've found another ball winner who's just crazy good. I mean, these numbers clearances, getting... eight tackles, 56 pressure acts... 15 contested, 26 uncontested, 74% disposal efficiency. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's a bit better than normal. And a goal. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he's hit the scoreboard every week this year, hasn't he? Well, that's a good question. I'm I not think sure. I think he has. I think he kicked two last week. I'm pretty sure he kicked at least one in round one. Yeah, he's always been a good kick for goal, though. It's an enormous output. To yeah. not only win the ball that much, but also get on the scoreboard is ridiculous. We had a, a question from Super Coach Guardian. Welcome, my liege. <laughs> um, <laughs> do people hate Tom Mitchell? People still using the he gets the ball, but he doesn't do much with it argument, especially after this week's loss. People saying that he can't change the game off his boot, but surely averaging 45 disposals isn't normal. Just curious to know your thoughts. Well, I mean... Do people hate him? I don't know if people... Do people have reason to hate him? Um, 
he hasn't done anything particularly malicious in his time. No, he copped a high knock during the game and he mm. didn't get a free. Yeah. So maybe the umpires hate him. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't... There were a couple of moments. I mean, Bruce, Bruce gets whacked through the back of the head by Rance and he gets a fine. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, I don't know. We've been extremely um, hard done by with umpires and Michael Christian this year, I would say. <sighs> well, um, we did win the free kick gown on the weekend. Oh, amazing. Yeah. How did that happen? I didn't know that. How the bloody hell did we end up on top on that? 24 to 16. Oh, come on. I know. Eight free kicks in front. Jeez, I didn't realise that was the differential. And six in the forward 50 for Hawthorne. <sighs> yeah, it didn't feel like that, did no, it? No, it didn't feel like that. No. It's, it's, it's complete so reversal from the week before. Well, we still got minimal free kicks in the... Well, not zero, but in our defensive 50, we got yeah. four. Yeah, right. So, But back on Mitchell, um, I can't imagine any reason why people would hate him other than thinking maybe he's a... He's just too good. He's a pest. I don't know. I, I would more think that at this point, most fans would be like Hawthorne fans in kind of head-scratching awe of his performances. He hasn't he hasn't done anything to rile up anyone. He's not, he's not a Sicily-type his player. Work, his work rate is phenomenal. Yeah. Even... On the track, you know? Yeah. So he's he's going to be a great leader. He's going to set standards. Mm. And uh, he'll be terrific for our club. I guess the basis for any hatred would be the uh, brown and gold, really. <laughs> the fact that he has our colours and not theirs. That might be it. The only people that could hate him mm. are swans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so... This issue of him not affecting games, are we are we done with that as a, yeah, fo- as a football community? Forget him, just turn a deaf ear to that. Yeah, I mean, because if they want to go on thinking that, that he doesn't have an impact, yeah. um, yeah. more no, for well, them. There's, there's nothing wrong with people parroting Buckley. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's a tribute act. So uh, what, are you, what was your summation of that game? Were we just below par? Tactically, I didn't really rate how we approached it. Um, we so- had no... Real um, penetration off the half-back line? No. No, Sicily out was big. Um, I thought Brand was excellent by foot. Not sure about his defensive skills, but uh, he was excellent yeah. by foot. Yeah, I thought we had a number of passengers that when the chips were down, they just... In all, a good loss after six days versus ten. I Look, I guess. It's one of those things where it's... But we were never going to win... <laughs> and you could feel that from the first quarter. Yeah, I knew that we weren't on from the very beginning, really. It was a very strange feeling as yeah. a Hawthorne supporter to know that even though we were in touching distance, we yeah. just weren't in the contest. Yeah, definitely. And you do get that I've sometimes. N- I've never had that before. You've never had that? No. I've definitely felt I that before. I was disengaged very early in that match. Oh, same. But um, I've had that before where I'm just like, eh, it's not our day. I can just You just know. Sometimes you just get that sense early on. And it's all about, from there, how the team loses. And I guess 13 points is not that bad, considering what we didn't have going our way. Sicily being not in the side, that hurts. Bergwijn, anyway, I'm sure, would have been handy. not injured. Yeah, Sicily's, yeah, Sicily's so back, back this week, so that's good. Um, yeah, but so what did I think of the loss? Um, I think the worst losses are when your team is inexplicably awful. And I don't think that was the case here. I think we had a number of things we could look at and go, oh, yeah, 
that's these are solid reasons as to why we dropped the four points. We here. can tweak this. Yep, we can work on this, and that's fine. Unfortunate to lose, but it's not a doomsday kind of situation. That yeah, we're we're by no means suddenly uh, pretenders what, or anything like that. I think like we'll that. be better for that pressure around the ball against Melbourne. Melbourne are coming yeah. off a couple of easy games. Yeah, and we've just been through this. Well, sort of a, a pressure cooker sort of patch of games with yeah. Geelong and Richmond. Well, I guess now we sort of look ahead to, um, yeah, we look ahead to round four to Melbourne, MCG, 320. I guess as we've hinted at throughout this episode, um, there's the potential for the axe to swing. No, there's the potential for some elevations that are richly deserved. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, that was classic marketing strategy there. <laughs> No, I commend you. That was well put. Well uh, put. Not about who goes out. It's about who comes in and what an opportunity it is for these young players. Yeah, absolutely. So Cousins and Lewis both kick three. Hello. Warple kicked two. Hashtag Warple watch. <laughs> O'Rourke, uh, Taylor Miles and Murphy and Moore each got one. So Cousins had 29 disposals and three goals. Mm. O'Rourke had 29 and one goal. Mm. Uh, White Cross played well. Willsmore played well, you know, and Pitnet was pretty good as well. You're not considering White Cross as a potential inclusion, surely? Uh, no, I wouldn't have thought so. But no. Nash was also in the best, okay, along with Cousins, Lewis, and Pitnet, which I want to underline there. Okay, how come? Well, could you bring him in for Timmy? Yeah, I mean, potentially you could. My worry with Pitonet is that I feel like every time I've watched him at mm. a senior level, he's not done much for me. Well, they've been playing, Melbourne this is, they've been playing mm. Hogan around the ball. Mm, that's right. right. Behind the ball and and we're going to need someone to match it with him. Now, we have Ruffy who does a similar role for us, mm. but uh, it'll be interesting to see how Clarko goes about combating it. Yeah. yeah. But I like the fact that they robbed their forward line. For their midfield. I think that's <laughs> wonderful of Melbourne to do that. When they've already got Gorn there, no, I reckon they need Hogan as well. Yeah. Maybe they could push the lever up into the midfield as well. That'd be good. <laughs> Just stack the midfield <laughs> with all of their stars. They've got a... You remember that uh, Harley Ballack? The rumour is oh, right. his family offered him money not to go play for Frio. Okay. And eventually he's come back and now he's he kicked six goals in the resis for... For Melbourne last week. All right. So he might come in. Oh, okay. So it's uh, there's some strange stuff going on. But you would... <laughs> it, there's some real murky water around this game. Because how good are Melbourne? They've not really played anyone. Yeah. They lose to Geelong. Geelong could be Norton 3, which oh, is wonderful. Yeah. But they're not. No. And Maxi Gorn, I hope he has a shot from 20 out because he runs at... Less than sixty percent. Oh, really? Wow! Just amazing stats. You know, yeah. you'd think they'd just give him a footy and tell him to kick a few goals for, for the night. Yeah, yeah. Just to get his confidence up. It's going to be a wonderful guy. I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to it. I think as much as there's question marks around Melbourne, uh, I think we're still waiting to see what kind of team Hawthorne is. Really? Yeah. I'm nah, still, we're good, mate. No, I'm still not that convinced. I'll, I'll wait and see. I'll re- I reckon I'll get to about round six before I declare anything. They took anything. out one of our key components in Sicily. Yep. We didn't handle it well. We had no, to I rob know. our forward line. I said all this. So I, me, I said gonna, all this I know. So ago. why are you still... I don't know. I guess it's just the kind of person I am. No, no. We're I'm gonna hard be good. to please. We're going to be good this year. <laughs> and I, I would fully expect that we beat 
Melbourne. Same. But yeah, in terms of overall expectations of the season, I'll, I'll wait to see. I'll, I'll make a judgment call at the appropriate time. I'm playing We're still a, in the eight, mate. I'm playing a very straight We're back. We are eight. still in the eight. One of the four. <laughs> and didn't you just love how though Richmond won, They're still they, they finished ninth for the oh. end of the round. And I'm like, the well, stars have aligned. I'm like, that's that's a little victory. That it, although we dropped the game, I, I'll have that. That's uh, that's a delicious little morsel that that win. So we're going to mention Lewis. Going to mention Lewis again. He's getting no, a good old run on this not podcast. That Lewis. Oh, Lewis. Who? <laughs> yeah, Jordan, Jordy, has he recovered from that massive uh, magic door hip and shoulder from last week? I didn't see that. Yeah, well, apparently Fox Footy felt it was necessary to to have its own little replay. They put it up on their website, like magic door goes bang on Jordan Lewis. And I'm like, oh wow, okay. So yeah. I clicked on it. I watched it. I'm like. That's just a hip and shoulder. Is that all it was? There was a shepherd. It was a shepherd out. Did he go flying? Oh, he did. But it, like, I've I've seen way better than I've that. I've seen Lewis get absolutely. <laughs> that yeah. was awful. That day. yeah, we've seen him get absolutely poleaxed. He'd before. be like, "That's nothing." Yeah, <laughs> but but more to the point, Magic Door was just doing like what a footballer should do for his teammate. You know, it was like it was it was what I'm saying is pretty patronising, to be honest. It's like, oh, that's one for the highlight reel. No, that's what most players do to, to, to like earn a spot in the team. <laughs> that's how players earn their money. Is that so, kind of like how you clapped when Timmy took that mark in the final quarter? Oh, as if I was the only one with Bronx cheers. <laughs> you love a Bronx cheer. That's what I've noticed. I do. You wandered down to M10 for the last quarter. You probably fit in better than I do. <laughs> I don't get particularly vocal except... Um, there are a couple of Richmond supporters behind us. Yeah, that was bloody annoying. Yeah. That rarely happens. Usually that's Hawthorne territory and yeah, that's I, it. I didn't realise they'd be there. Yeah. We'll be all right, Chief. You reckon? Yeah. We'll put the season back on track this week. I hope so. Warple? No. No Warple this week. No Warple. I'd like to see Cousins. I wanted to see him last yeah. week and I feel like I would have had Cousins for Langers. Yeah, Cousins for Langford this week. Who are you going to drop? Langford. I thought I made that clear. Anyone else? Uh, Timmy? Yeah, potentially. Can, we no, can't keep making all these changes to no, the side. No, I know. But I've 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 listed like potential there's like a short list of potential players that come out of the side. I reckon Well I was gonna say Jeray, but now looking at the stats this morning, I just I don't right. see that how So that I've happens. overlooked someone okay. who played a really good game <laughs> yep. and won't be dropped. Okay. Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was fine. I like him. Yeah. I like him too. I want him to stay in the side. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And I reckon against a team like Melbourne, mm. he'll be very, very good at cutting them up. Yeah, but what about Warple though? No, it's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening this week? No. Can you just come around to my way of thinking and say that he's going to debut in Tassie? <laughs> You're going to look a right fool when it happens, because I've called it from, what, round one or two? No, he debuts against North. So next week? Yeah. All right. Okay. Agree to disagree. I reckon it's going to happen in Tassie. No. Nah. All right. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. I reckon every time I've read a report of, like, uh, practice games or even AFLX, Warple hits the scoreboard with stunning regularity. So he's not only a, a quality midfielder in the making. He's a goal-hungry little bugger as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so his time is coming, I would say. As much as we can point out that Mitchell Lewis is sort of a fair shot soon. I want to talk about the Moz. I love him. You just, yeah, you just want to talk about the Moz. I stole your thunder there by talking yeah. about Warple again. Yeah. You're yeah. not even playing yet, Chief. No, I know. <laughs> no, Morrison's good. He's certainly not on the short list of people I drop. So that's got to account for something. He's got a great awareness about him. Yeah. On, on field awareness that nothing seems to take him by surprise. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. He's a natural out there. He, um, I, I do recall at some point during the game seeing him out there and going, oh, yeah, Morrison's there. And he, don't, and, and he doesn't stand out like a... This is, the, this is my point. Not, oh, hey, welcome. You finally started playing. You rocked up to the MCG. It wasn't that. It was just, he's out there and he looks like he belongs. Going through the motions. Yep. He, he's not, uh, he doesn't look out of place. He's just there and it makes sense to me that he's there. Which is a great sign for a, for a guy who, what, just played his second game. Yeah. That's huge. Uh, one one final player, I guess, I want to look at. Uh, Glass, any chance? Wasn't mentioned in the best. Wasn't he? No. No. Oh, okay, well, no chance then. <laughs> I don't know, these Irish players, they're a bit on the nose at the moment, aren't they? Biting people over at Essendon. <laughs> oh, come on. Three weeks, mate. Three weeks. For biting someone. Yeah. What do you reckon it should be? I would like to know what happens if you bite a cricket ball. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so out of kilter, isn't it? It's weird. So much of the AFL's out of kilter this year. Doesn't it feel like a strange year to follow this game? It does. Whoever wins the premiership, it's going to be miraculous. Like you've It's survived always miraculous. <laughs> it's like you've just survived all this bullshit. What was the thing they came up with last week? Oh, yeah, the three grand finals. Best of three. Oh, Wow. No, no. The only reason they want to do that is money, basically. Do you reckon someone's just given that to to Mike Shee and just oh, on a dare? Do you reckon it was <laughs> April Fool's Day and they're oh, we're thinking about having three, and he's just run with it? Yeah, probably, probably. Oh, there's been. Oh, we could have a whole segment on stuff that's been said in the media. Or is lately. it one of those things where it's like a, not really. I've forgotten what it's called. Not not really a Trojan horse, but it's just a masking agent. Yeah. And they're just going to make it a Twilight Grand Final. Yeah. I. At least it's not three of them. Yeah, that's right. I've begun to think that this year the AFL is doing like sort of a weird scattergun approach where if we just overload uh, the public and the fans with so many shit ideas, <laughs> like intensely terrible ideas. So it, it's the idea that if I ask you for like, you know, tis, can I have 200 bucks? You're like... What for? And I just say, no reason. And you're just like, no, absolutely not. And then I'm like, oh, well, what about 10 bucks? And you're like, suddenly like, oh, well, okay, well, that sounds better. That's more reasonable. Right. It's that, that is a legit, like, um, I, though I can't remember the, the key term for it, that's a psychological principle that actually works on people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the AFL is doing to the entire fan base. <laughs> They're just like, how about best of three? No. How about Twilight Grade Final? Oh, okay. Yeah, slightly better. Okay, well, it's not as bad as your last idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's exactly what I think they're doing. But I mean, oh, that implies that the AFL has some concern for what any of their fans think, which we know is false. That's never been more false. It feels like this is the year where they just have a blatant disregard for what anyone thinks. There's such ignorance for the will of their constituents. Anyway. We'll put all that to one side. What about uh, Box Hill? Who have we got next week for Box Hill? 
so Saturday Avo, mm-hmm. which means we'll be carrying our emergencies through to the Sunday game against Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're playing down at Frankston. Okay. Um, which was revitalised by Gary Bacanara. Are they any good this year, Frankston? Or too early to tell. <laughs> I guess, but that's I true. wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> but if you're down that way, I think they're the Seagulls, aren't they? Frankston. No, seagulls? didn't we just play the Seagulls? Oh, they, they're all Seagulls. <laughs> it would make sense. I mean, they're by the beach, but no, Williamstown's the Seagulls, oh, aren't yeah, they? Because and we just played them. Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yeah, I'm actually, I think you're right. <laughs> no, I think you're right on that one. Why the bloody hell would it be? Why Dolphins? Why Bombers? Oh, do you remember when that um, American journo came out and he heard yeah. that they were called the Bombers? Yeah. He's like, that is so un-PC. You need to change that. Well, we support the Bombers. Just sounds a bit <laughs> like you're funding a terrorist organisation. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, no. What do you want them to be called? There's probably something they used to be called before the Bomber was invented. Yeah, maybe. Biters? The biters. Well, I don't know. That's just a cheap drive-by gag. I, I gave the distinction of being called a gag there. It wasn't Chompers. even funny. Chompers. What's well, a Tony Jones-affiliated team? <laughs> oh, isn't it wonderful to see them all turning on one another, though? Like, Lloyd, oh. written an article. Yeah. He's really disappointed in the club. Oh, great. No, yada, it's, it's yada, perfect. Yada. That's what I wanted to talk about. Caro. No. Because I'll just... I'll, I'll go too hard. And I don't. I, wrong. Yeah, I don't really want to. I just want to press that button there. She's just so you reacted. She's so wrong. Yeah. She's just yeah. Nothing about what she said was right. For instance, for instance, mm. right? Uh, you've got you. You're away now. Yeah. <laughs> Poppy has both hands on the ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When he tries to evade the oncoming player. Yeah. Selwood slows down. Mm-hmm. Puts one. The ball under one arm and then raises the other arm to ex- to accentuate yeah. and lift Ryan Burton's tackling arm yeah. up to his neck. It's a completely different action. Mm. Also, there's a little bit of difference in the stature of the two players. Yep. Caro just comes off a long run for Clarko every week. Yeah. When ca- When's she going to call in the power-hungry little fella at Hawthorne again? She has this sort yeah. of... Obsession with Clarko. It's pretty full on, eh? I don't. And she, I don't, and she hates Kenneth. Yeah, she hates. And Kenneth. she thinks Kenneth's undermining the AFLW. Yeah. And she blames us for the state of Tasmanian yep. football. Yeah. I mean, none of this is any of this dirt sticking. Normally, I don't really pay attention to what Carrie says. Um, some people do. They must. She's got the. Yeah. No, some people do. I'm not. I'm not taking away from that. But norm. But normally, I don't really pay attention to her, and sort of just. In the past week, I just it sort of dawned on me, like she really does not like Hawthorne. Well, she's like a dog with a bone. Yeah, generally in a journalistic um, take. Yeah, I think she's had to be. That's how she's become successful. Mm. And she was fantastic during the Essendon saga. She would so? not relent. Yeah, I think that was good and bad. But anyway, well, a lot of a lot of other journo's mm. were prepared to give that up. Yeah, and. You know, toe the line and let's mm. forget about this. And mm. no, she stuck with it. Yeah, well, I can appreciate that, but she did make some good and bad calls. But no, I'm no saying, pun intended. There, I'm saying this is. Hmm. 
This is a bone she needs to drop because I don't think it's even meaty enough. Do you no. know what I mean? No, it's not. She hasn't what? made a case. No. All it's just she's just flinging stuff at Clarko and the Hawthorne Football Club and Dingley and Tassie and yeah. whatever and AFLW and whatever else she can do. She disingenuously claimed mm. that Clarko was looking to take away Selwood's ability to mm. cheat in the contest. Mm. By masking it with his concern for his players yep. and future players risking their heads in mm. similar in similar ways. Clarko had a lot to say about all this, and I feel like she focuses on maybe two or three points. Yeah, but all the media does that. They distill down to two things that they can pick apart and yeah. ignore the rest. Yeah, I think that's... I thought it was pretty blatantly unfair. But it's not a hugely nuanced argument. And what about the 10 concussions? Is was is it 10? Is it 3? Is anyone counting? Yeah. Is that, Can he remember? Is that the point? I mean, how many times have you seen him with blood coming out of his head? Yeah. Not that that's a concussion. Oh, well, we're all going to be sorry if he gets a debilitating neck injury and means he can't play football anymore. Not as sorry as he is. Yeah, but, I mean, when it comes to that, doesn't everyone just go... Oh, yeah, that was a bad thing that he was doing. Whoops. Like, but then it's too late. But it's a, it's a lead for other players. You see Toby McLean doing it. Yeah, but that that's my point. Like, that's why you need to stamp it out. Because otherwise there's an injury that makes everyone wake up. It's like, oh, well. His point was never that his own players didn't do it. No, no, it wasn't. And that no. didn't make his argument hypocritical either. No. Because the... AFL reward that kind of play. Mm. And as long as they reward it, they're going to do it. Yep. Anyway, enough about Caro. I know it's it not was... really about Caro. Caro's No, I guess not. Caro's pushed herself into this argument. No. This is an argument that will be had and decided without Caro's input. <laughs> it's true. Much to her chagrin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be, wouldn't it? Cuz I mean, the person that has their own segment on a TV show that looks straight down the barrel of a camera and says, this is my time. This is my soapbox. For that person to be ignored, it must be so punishing to her. Oh, For her cares? opinion... I'm not worried about Caro's ego. Oh, neither am I, but I'm saying that's what's delicious and not, about and it. And I'm not looking to punish Caro or anything like that. No, but it is it, it is kind of delicious to think I that someone cares view... so much about their opinion... Only to have it shunned so frequently. I can see your point of view. It's wrong. It's just infantile to go, but your players do it, so it must be fine. Yeah. Yeah, It is pretty infantile, yeah. And as you've established, right at the top of this particular conversation, we're looking at completely different cases anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't don't want Poppy's head to be ripped off either. Jeez, it was pretty bad. It's always bad. Even the Richmond fans reacted to it. Yeah. Before they... It, it's always bad, but you know if shocking, it, if we're up to look. if we're up to me, I would. And there was a sling tackle in in there that day yeah. as well. Yeah, who who copped that again? I can't remember. Right I now. can't remember either. But you know, if we're up to me, I'd never have our players getting hit high ever. Like, <laughs> I'll take the free or kick for something player. else or any player. Yeah, but speaking as a passionate Hawthorne fan, Brian Lake's elbow through the back of Buddy's head was perfect. It was made him earn it. Fine. <laughs> I've made him earn it. Yeah. There's a line you do not hear the commentators going with anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. Do you reckon that's deliberate? Yes. I reckon you might be right. I think everything's choreographed now. <laughs> <laughs> 
You are kidding me, right? <laughs> I am. I am. Anyway, should we get to the rant? How's <laughs> that for a segue? We still got one. I thought I'd gone with it. No. <laughs> no, I've got one for Melbourne. I can't let Melbourne off the hook. Plenty of history between Melbourne and Hawthorne. Yeah, it's a bit one-sided. Yeah, I know. That's why I love it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, Melbourne. The little club that couldn't. Bless you, Demon fans. Finally conquering the North Melbourne hoodoo that's plagued you for over a decade. What a moment in history. Maybe the only significant one for a while. Speaking of, I hope nobody down at the club has a dust allergy because they might want to steer clear of the trophy cabinet. Oh, but wait. How can I forget? You finally have something to stick in there. The much-coveted AFLX trophy. Nice to have a little reward for all the work you refuse to do in the off-season, isn't it? Such a shame that that's as close as you'll come to a news story since that time you almost dissolved. Over two decades later, Dees fans, I bet you wished you merged with Hawthorne. Nowadays, the two teams couldn't be any further apart. There's more than ever separating us. Four flags, to be precise. Come Sunday at the MCG, the story's going to be the same as always. You're going to try and bring us down to your level, but it ain't going to work. This weekend, mark my words, Demons, Hawthorne's going to give you hell. Is it our home game this week? Don't know. <laughs> uh, let's check. Let's check now. I think it is. We're not checking on the pod. We'll just skip what, to this. What? Like, that's the first time that's happened. Oh, it is our home game. We'll get along, Hawks fans. No excuses. 3.20. Which is great, because I cannot stand... You've been to the, church? All the compare stuff that <laughs> Melbourne do before a match. It is the worst. Like, what are we talking? Oh, they come out and they have some bloke talk with you. I forget his name. Nick what are you McCallum. About? They used to have Nick McCallum come out. Doing what, sorry? He'd be like, oh, today something or other, and the D's are going to be really good, and then a trumpet would blast, and you'd be uh, like, oh, this is this is tragic. Reckon we got the band back this week? <laughs> the marching band? Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I love the bloke <laughs> who walks in front of them with the, with the mic. <laughs> right. Did you see him? Is it James Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing these I days? I have no idea. Oh, jeez. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a really good game. Yeah, it should be good a good contest. Game. And I think we'll come away with the points. I think so. I think, as we've touched on in this podcast, there were reasons that we dropped this game uh, against, the, against the Tigers. There are things that can be worked on and solved. Remember, no Viney, no McDonald. So. Right. Well, and I want to see what happens with Jordan. And yeah. I'd love to see your Lewis come in. Lewis versus Lewis. Lewis on Lewis. Lewis v. Lewis. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> 320, the MCG. Uh, did you see they only gave the bloke one kick to get that football in the bin at the Richmond game? Oh, I didn't watch that. No. One kick. How many should they get? I don't know. Three? Seems about right. You used to get three to kick a goal, remember? Are you saying best of three? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the AFL's got you again. Foisted on my own baton. <laughs> <laughs> well, I reckon that'll do us. So we're both pretty confident heading into this week. Maybe Langford will kick all our goals this week, Chief. You said that like he kicked any last week. In the pre-match, he was awesome. Didn't miss one. What pre-match? There's no pre-match anymore. <laughs> uh, I guess there is, right after they run out for, through the banner, but he didn't miss one. Didn't miss one. He's a great kick when the pressure's off. Oh, that's harsh. How is it harsh? You're doing this to troll me. I see it. Yeah. I'm not going to fall for it. It's the Love end of the, the podcast. Game. I'm trying to Love wrap up. the game, Chief. Not the odds. Not the odds. <laughs> Trying to get me to talk about my multi. Quickly before we sign off, I can't tip the first game. I know. I even gave it to you last week and it was wrong. It is a chronic issue at this point. I I cannot tip 
the first game of and any can round I just directly. say thank you to the Twitterati who are now jumping on when you they are now, lose the they, first they one. They are <laughs> tweeting me mid-game that <laughs> I'm losing my, my money, my dollar, my precious dollar, down the drain again. Uh, but, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. Are you going to release it before what the first mean? game of the round? The multi? Yeah, no, I usually put it up. Good. Yeah, I have been putting it up, um, and including the margins I tip as well to, to try and increase the winnings. Like it matters. Love that part. Like, <laughs> the confidence of it. <laughs> just, just going, oh, yeah, not only will I tip the first round correctly, I'll tip the rest of the games and buy a certain margin. It's just pure arrogance. But, you know, good luck to me. Uh, <laughs> I think you should go for a draw this week. That pays 51. That should do well in a multi. What, for a, for a Melbourne Hawthorne draw? One of them. Just one of the games. Just pick Just draw. one of the games. What? What? It always pays the same no matter who? Uh, no, sometimes it's 41 if it's going to okay. be a really close game. Oh, look at the money symbols <laughs> in his eyes. Oh, look at that. No, this is exactly what I don't want to become. Yeah. I'm on your left shoulder there, aren't I? Yeah, you are. <laughs> Different kind of demon. <laughs> Oh, no, I'll I'll keep everyone posted because I know it entertains everyone to see me fail. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You especially. Yeah. You love it. I mean, the only win I care about is the Hawks. That's not true. I want to (laughs) win. I I don't want to waste another dollar. All right, that's going to do us here. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.